In the watch enthusiast universe, the watch enthusiasts are represented by two separate yet equally unimportant human beings. KC, who has nothing, and John John, who knows nothing. This is their podcast. The KC and John John Show! Hello everybody, and welcome to the 40th inaugural episode of KC and... John John. John John. Damn it. Well, is that not what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> no, you meant to I shut the fuck up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck la. Well, oh yeah. Well, well we'll forgive you because of that. <laughs> I guess it's time to introduce our guest. Yeah. And our guest is our longtime listener uh, and and, um, and friend. Well, we have a bit of a love hit love-hate relationship probably more than hate actually more hate but a, a little bit of love um it's our friend friendy say hi friendy this is where you say hi hello this is where you, <laughs> this is, this i is didn't want to get in trouble to <laughs> yeah um, and yes uh for ryan schmidt if you're listening this is our friend named friendy yes so he is a real, real person yes we didn't He'd, create we didn't create him out of thin air he yes. he is an actual Human being. Yes. He doesn't yeah. just go to another school. He isn't yeah. just from another state. Yeah. He's real. Yeah. Although he is from a different country and state, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um, I thought when he when he was on last time, he said that if I was real, he was going to send us all a free book, right? Yeah. I should probably highlight that to him. I thought he was going to send <laughs> us yeah. like his entire watch collection, which isn't Yeah, sponsor anyway, us. Yeah. yeah, like a monthly sponsorship. Sponsor, Thanks, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, also, I want to bring up the fact that we can't actually call this our fortieth episode because, like, the number four is uh, taboo in in China in Chinese. In China, um, and we are in, we yeah we happen to be Chinese as well, except for Friendly. Yeah. Friendly isn't <laughs> Chinese, but um, well, well. Anyway, <laughs> so so this episode is going to be thirty nine A, and yes. for all all our episodes from here mm-hmm. until the f- technically 49th it's just going to be 39, 39 and f- and true to 39 yeah. i yeah, yeah i think i think it's i yeah whatever so, so, wh- yeah whatever the ninth letter of the alphabet is mm-hmm. anyway. and, and for context um friendly um the number four in chinese sounds like die or death death therefore it is banned yeah. and in fact in malaysia like in most if, in fact not not even not even chinese like even in uh japanese as well yeah 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 uh and if you go to most um i um chinese or japanese i, I don't know if the japanese do it as well but in like the chinese places like if yeah. you go to a building and there's many floors yeah. anytime there's a number four it becomes like let's say the, like the fourth a. floor yeah it's three a or the fourteenth yeah. floor is thirteen A, yeah. because or or, really or, like. somet- or sometimes they they also have the buildings that you know adhere to like Western customs where thirteen is a mm-hmm. superstitious mm-hmm. number. So yep. it's like there's no four. 12, there's so it's no like twelve A, twelve A, and then twelve B. Yep, <laughs> to skip thirteen and fourteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we we have to stay true to our heritage and keep up with that. Yeah. So welcome to our inaugural 39A episode. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, if you have any complaints about this new alphanumeric um, naming system, 
please, numbering system. Or numbering system. Please yeah. direct your complaints to Marsh underscore Pi on Instagram. On Instagram. Yes, because yes. this is his weekly aneurysm of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of weekly segments of the week, uh, let's move on to our first weekly segment of the week. Uh, which is the breaking news. So what is the breaking news we're talking about this week, John? I thought we were going to direct this to Friendy. Like, oh, you yeah. know, he seems to know everything about what's what's happening. Oh, that's true. He is very educated on these yeah. things. So Friendy, would you like to tell us what our weekly segment of the week, Breaking News, is? Yeah, I, I would like to caveat this with letting our listeners know that I get all of my watch-related news directly from the Casey and John John show and bro dinky. <laughs> so basically all I, all I know is that there's been a big hubbubaloo about Ming watches trying to sell watches or not sell watches or people wanting to buy them mm-hmm. or not buy them. They have weird lugs, I guess they're hard to make straps <laughs> for. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think the lugs are, Lots are fine. Like, yeah, like I think the outside is weird. The inside yeah, is fine. Where the yeah. strap goes, it's normal. Yes. So yeah. But anyway, um, um, I, I think, and this is kind of similar to like Rolex watches, where the uh, the the luck hole, yeah, the luck holes are kind of close to the, the case. case itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, the, the, so that's why the straps. The, so the straps are um, are well, they require bent. Um, Curve, spring curve, bar. curve, curve, spring bars. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, but yeah. So our breaking news is indeed the new Ming watch, yes. which is a Ming and Masena Lab collaboration. Yeah. So basically, it's just a sort of different textured dial. Uh, they have a black version and a honey gold version. Yes. And that is the breaking news of the week, which brings yes. us to our gripe of the week, <laughs> or. As we like to call it, Friendy's Gripe Garage. Yes. <laughs> Even though he has no idea what the gripe is this week. <laughs> but basically, the gripe is the fiasco behind the launch of this Ming and Masena. Masena? Masena Lab. Yeah. Oh, no. Ask, ask the Italian. Yeah. Oh, so how do you say that name? I, I don't know. I don't speak Italian. I'm, a, an, Ameri- <laughs> I'm an American Italian. Um, You're from Merck. Because I can't speak. I can't speak. My English. fellow Mercs. But yes, um, basically, they, they released this collaboration. And um, since one of our listener lounge responses in a bit yeah. of a preview was from you, Friendy, and you said we should educate you on Monday on what happened. So, <laughs> yes. So we're going to do you a solid. So we're going to do you an educate. Mm-hmm. And educate you on a, sar- uh, on a Sunday, no less. Yeah. So uh, basically what happened is they decided to launch this watch in a pretty conventional manner. Basically, you open the doors at mm-hmm. like, I, was it 10.30 a.m.? 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. yeah. And then whoever gets one, gets one. And it's like a first come, first serve sort of, sort yeah. of deal. Which is normal. Um, yeah, which is normal. And uh, we have to mention that this was on the Masena Lab website, yeah. not Ming's website. And basically what happened was uh, right before the launch actually happened, like 1024, 1025, yeah. the website crashed. Yeah. Because I presume everyone was on there clicking refresh, 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 which is mm-hmm. what tends to happen 
with yeah. these sort of things. So um, basically, Ming and Messina said, "Okay, we screwed up. Um, we're gonna do a relaunch yeah, tomorrow." Yeah, at the which exact was, which same was time. like the the same the same day that the the Chrono mm-hmm. was getting launched as well, which we'll get into get to in a bit. A bit, yeah, yeah. And uh, Freddie, can you guess what happened on the second launch? I I don't know. Was it was there another debacle? Was there like a sneaker incident? <laughs> Pretty much, there was um, another crash. Yeah, so it crashed again. Yeah, and this time their excuse no. was. Yeah, their excuse was, oh, we got um, DDoSed. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Like, tell, tell us what you think, Friendly. Like, who, who <laughs> like, who the fuck do you think you are that you would get DDoSed? Yeah, Fr- Friendly, you have thoughts. Can you share those thoughts? I can see your thoughts. <laughs> well, I was feverishly Googling DDoS. Okay. Um, it but is yeah. a distributed denial of service attack. Yep. Where basically someone gets a bunch of bots and they all flood your website with traffic yeah. and crash it. So they had a sneaker incident. Yes, yes exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be to be fair, um, I'm quite sure a lot of the 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 people going to that that particular website would be like scalpers. Mm-hmm. Definitely a few enthusiasts who will you know genuinely want to buy yeah, the watch for sure. Um, but definitely a lot of people either scalping or using bots to scalp. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of what which, you expect, which, which which is fair enough. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like I mean, to to actually call it a DDoS attack, mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of false. Yeah, and the thing is, on the second launch, they had some DDoS prevention thing. Yeah, like Cloudflare or whatever it's called, where I think you have to go through some like security the checks stuff. Yeah, to make sure you're not a bot, and the website crashed anyway. Yeah. So, so like yo, you know, it's a server problem. Like, if your server can't handle that many mm-hmm. um, connections, then just say, just say that your server couldn't handle the amount the of traffic. traffic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, it sounds like Messina shouldn't have hosted it on their website because yes. they're probably not used to that level of traffic. Yes, so a lot of people did say that, uh, like it's a big blow against Messina, yeah. and I mean. What what seems more likely though? Like two days of consecutive DDoS attacks. Yeah. Right when the website is going to launch. Yeah. Not earlier in the day, not later in the day, but exactly when the product's yeah. gonna be launched, or just overwhelming traffic. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say which one it is, but it's definitely not DDoS. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but what was the result? Are all the watches sold? Are they all right. gone? Or so right. we'll get into that. Yes. So what happened next? Having um, being DDoSed twice, according mm-hmm. to them, they switched to a lottery system. Yeah. Which is also like sneakers. Yes. Your raffles. Uh huh. <sighs> so basically, um, they they released a, a Gmail account, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Mingxmasina at gmail.com. Yeah. And basically, if you wanted your name to be entered into the lottery, you would have you would just send them an email from your email account. Yeah, and yeah, so that happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna stop scalpers and bots from just coming up with a bunch of um, Gmails. Yeah, yeah, just like creating new email accounts to just enter themselves into the lottery, right? Yeah, and then. 
yeah, so that that happened. Uh, I don't think that that actually literally just happened. Like yeah. I think yesterday. So I don't think they've announced who's getting it yet, or whether those people are getting emails and whether they are getting um, any sort of response from them. I, I don't know how it works. But Ming claims that they're gonna go through the emails and sort of like um, sort through potential scalpers. I mm. don't know how they're gonna do that. Yeah. But yeah, so so that's generally the fiasco behind um, it. Like and an, another potential shitty thing to come out of this is like, you know, they could just be giving friends and family um, the rights to buy these watches as well. That's actually a very interesting thing that you yeah. said because you're not the only one who said that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think brings us to Listener's Lounge. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So besides Friendly, uh, mm-hmm. who responded, uh, yes. the other response was from someone who wants to stay anonymous. And I think we're going to keep everyone other than Friendly anonymous for the responses. Uh, because Friendly just said, I don't know. So uh, one of our friends who shall remain anonymous, said that I think that friends of the brand are most likely happy with the lottery system. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what you said. Yeah. You know, preferential treatment, right? I mean, if you're going to do a lottery system and you're going to weed out the potential scalpers, yeah. guess who doesn't get weeded out? Yeah, like the people that you already know. Yeah. yeah. And un- unless they actually do a like live video of them doing a lottery system where like a random number generator and mm-hmm. all that sort of things. Um, I don't see how it couldn't be rigged. It could easily be rigged. Yeah. Just to make sure that friends of the brand get those watches. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that sounds very logical. Uh, another guy said, um, it was a freak show. They could have done better. Epic fail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though, again, this is not the first time we've seen this, right? No, I... No, I don't... Yeah. Well, this it, sounds it's, like it's the part, worst. It's probably not going to be the first time and not going to be the last either. Yeah. And, and friendly, you were saying? This sounds like the worst, though. Like, this, this is the worst launch I think I've heard from, from them, or has there been worse? I honestly, actually, I think I agree with you because I don't know of worse. They tried twice and failed twice and then yeah. switched to a different system altogether. Um, I actually don't know if anyone else has done that. That's um, a good point. Another another person also did comment something something about this. Um, anyone who has tried to buy a Ming before probably shrug and say, first time? Yeah. Um, but- speaking, speaking as someone who has bought a Ming before. <laughs> um, Not a mass market one, though. Not a not a mass market Ming, mm-hmm. um, you know. Like yeah, you have you have the pre orders, you have the pre order system. That's me opening my second bowl of soju. Very nice. So you have a pre order system, mm-hmm. and then however many people pre order that gets to buy the watch. Oh, is that what they did the last time? Well, for at least for the one that I got. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, they would honor however many people. Yes, which okay. is like the Corona, which we will get into a bit later after we've, we've discussed this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we get, I get like, this is a limited edition kind of thing. And, and obviously it's collaboration. So there's 
limited quantity quantities usually associated with that. Yep. But um, no, no, it's yeah, like all, all like this this shit is was just messed up, and I I, I don't know if it's negligence on the part where they, like they didn't foresee something like this happening, mm-hmm. or whether um, there was actually something malicious going on. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I guess how did how did they not? Yeah, I wanted to. Re- I don't want to talk over anyone, um, <laughs> but it's hard to tell because the video is a little delayed because it's low budget. Someone sponsor us. Um, <laughs> I like how you say us. I, yeah, yeah, it's us. It's us. Um, <laughs> Part of the Casey and John John I guess family. I, I don't understand how they didn't see it coming because every single launch that they've had has been just an overwhelming debacle. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and then they're having like, I guess. Messina sells stuff, but I don't think they sell like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, they have mm-hmm. stuff for sale on their site, but nothing is, you know, super high demand. Yeah. It just seems like a huge lack of foresight. And then even once the problem presented itself, I would have liked to see them take a week or something, figure mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. But instead they came back the next day. They pro- like if your server was the issue, you're not going to fix it in a day. Yeah. yeah. No. Here's the thing. Like, I think they maybe they genuinely thought it was a DDoS, and so they thought, okay, we'll we'll put DDoS protection and we'll be fine. But yeah. the reason why it failed the second time is because it's not DDoS. It is actually people, just a flood of right. people. Yeah. Again, I'm not gonna say it's it like which one it is, but it's not a DDoS. Yeah. <laughs> But Freddie, you were saying, you know, like stuff like sneaker situations. Um, have you seen any similar fiascos in sneakers? Yo, this happens all well, the time. Like I have a couple of family members, uh, excluding John John, that are sneaker heads. Uh-huh. And and they're trying to buy these sneakers all the time. And it's like you put in for the raffle. I don't yeah. know. I don't know a single person that's ever won one of these raffles right. and been able to buy the shoe. No, nobody's ever. I don't know anybody. And then there was that dude recently that came out whose mother was a C, uh E uh, yes. member of Nike and was like yeah. giving him all the shoes. Um, I, look, it just seems I, like you're leaving yourself open for that. I, I feel I feel like with that I, I don't I don't want to say that she would have been giving him shoes, but it's not a good look, especially yeah. when you're like a high ranking you're in mm-hmm. a high ranking position in Nike mm-hmm. and your son is like reselling sneakers. Yeah. No, um, he he was using her corporate card and buying oh, them yeah, with a Yes, that that yeah. as well. And I remember those those one issue where they like found um like all these Nike mags, the it was like the recreation of the uh shit, back to the future sneakers right mm-hmm. with like the the electronics like, oh, in them. yeah like they yep. they just okay. happen to be lying around in like some some uh-huh. container somewhere yeah 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 sure. and they found it and he like resold it mm-hmm. it's like that's not a good look yeah it's really all. not um yeah but, but i think people still buy it though so yeah um yes there, yeah. there's 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 a market for it no no doubt yeah so it, it's market driven pretty mm-hmm. much yeah which brings us to our next response uh, which we'll keep anonymous again, uh, from a friend who says, "Hope the sculptors got fucked." Yeah. Um, considering they opened it to an email system, I don't think they got fucked. Yeah, and, if, and also considering that, oh, they're gonna weed out people who they think they're sculptors. Like, how's how that how, do, how, you, how the fuck are you supposed to know? Especially when you know, um, 
people could potentially create three, four, five, even more, uh, really more email accounts just to yeah. buy one. Because I think properly. they had twenty four hours, yeah, to to submit their emails. Yeah, that's a lot of time to even just manually make Gmail accounts. Yeah, and if you're using bots, that's that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, and know? the goal shouldn't be to not. The goal should not be to fuck scalpers. The goal should be to not fuck the people who want to buy your watch. Like, yeah, yeah. It, don't create a system like so that you can personally say, okay, we're going to make sure there's no scalpers by this. Like, yeah, yeah. But the and the and the thing is that there's always going to be scalpers buying it. Yeah. Um, so I think also once, once again, once again, if we go back to the to the sneaker community, like mm-hmm. there's like these raffles are in place for people who. Legitly want to buy yeah. the thing, mm-hmm. um, and I think like Nike had come up with an app where you could register to buy. But you know everything is basically lottery based, mm-hmm. and yeah. like how does that stop scalping? Yeah, it it, it doesn't. It doesn't basically absolutely. And not. so yeah, and, I and mean like, yeah, and, and it screws it screws. The, the people Enthusiast. genuinely want to buy yeah. the product. Exactly. So, yeah. so like, Freddie, yeah, that's a good point. Because, I mean, yes, ideally, you would try to reduce the number of scalpers as far as you can. Yeah. But don't do that to the point where you are fucking over your actual enthusiasts. Yeah. Right? I mean, that just seems ridiculous. Uh, and then someone else, uh, another response, says it's staged. Yeah. Now that's that's an interesting theory. <laughs> it was like, oh, our watches are so popular that it crashed our website. But then again, they did come out and say that, oh, we got DDoS. Yeah. Um, Which so... feels like, yeah, like if you were going to stage it, you're just going to say, oh, the response was so overwhelming that we couldn't cope. Yeah. So we're switching to a lottery system, yeah. right? Uh, if it was staged, it was a bad stage. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or they are... Like um, what's it called? Like, um, tricking us twice, mm. basically. Like a double. What's it called? Oh god, I can't think of the word right. Double now. whammy. Yeah, like like pretty much where where you're like. <laughs> Is it double whammy that? Or like reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah, and, and it actually is staged, and they purposely like flunked the response to be like, oh no, it was a DDoS attack, knowing that everyone would see through it. <laughs> Could be. Never know. Uh, um, also, a yeah. lot of a lot of people have said that they just don't don't care. care, like us. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So actually, it's at this point that I should ask, why did you guys not care? Um, well, personally, I didn't like the design of this particular watch. Okay, so you just weren't interested and, in the watch. And like considering my history with me. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, Freddy, what about you? Like, why why were you not bothered about this launch i try not to ever like i have a general rule of thumb with watches Mm -hmm. when i'm buying watches yeah is to never feel external artificial pressure to purchase something like Mm -hmm. there's always going to be an opportunity to buy whatever watch you want no Mm -hmm. matter what it is Mm -hmm. and if some company is telling you we're gonna launch and you have 25 seconds to purchase it (laughs) it's all bullshit don't like don't buy into that and then force yourself to spend an extra twenty five hundred dollars for no reason if you really 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 want that watch you're gonna find it six months later from some deal from 
somebody that you know, like it'll you'll find a way to purchase the watch if yeah. you really mm-hmm. want it. Yeah. I, I, for me personally, that's exactly why. Um, generally, as soon as a brand comes up with stuff like, oh, uh, we have a limited launch window, uh, we've got a waiting list, yeah. we've got a lottery system, I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't care about your shit anymore. Like, there are so many other interesting brands out there releasing so many other interesting watches. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see the need to put myself through that. You know, Plus, wait. they have a photo on their website. This is just asinine. They have a photo <laughs> on their website of the watch strap reversed and then curled up over the, the face of the watch and uh-huh. then buckled as though you're going to wear it with like the case back showing on your wrist. Hey, maybe and the, the case back looks really out. nice. So you just want to <laughs> wear it upside down. That's, 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 that's actually what I would do with my... my Friend, you don't, you don't understand. This is art. Yeah. I'm gonna have to take a photo like this later. Yes, creative expression. That's that's it's, that's that's how I should be wearing my Ming because like the only part of it that isn't tainted is like the back side. Back, yeah. yeah. The back is actually good. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, so honey honeycombs, like, don't they at least a little bit trigger trichophobia? Uh, like your <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, look, so that's that's actually what I wanted to get into because. Um, I, th- I think it was Wang Yabanger who brought up this collab. Uh-huh. If I remember correctly, I can't, I, I can't remember who, I, oh, oh, was it you? No, no, actually, no, it wouldn't be you, Fendi. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I was like, hey, what do you think about, about this collaboration? I was like, I can't, I cannot do this. I cannot deal with this shit. Like, <laughs> this is like my trypophobia acting up. <laughs> um, so like. So on, on the way to uni back in back in Melbourne, <laughs> there was this apartment building, right, that had this stupid artwork on its side where <laughs> it was just trypophobia inducing. And I had to see that every time I had to go to uni. Mm. Which sucked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like like first world like, problems, right? First world problems. <laughs> like like you know that like like lotus? Yeah, like like the, the lotus, lotus seeds. Uh, seed. the yeah, root, it was yeah. Just, it was just that on the side of a building. Nice. I hated it. <laughs> and didn't really you go for it. you went for architecture? So it probably really triggered you. Yes, exactly. Ex- they could yeah. have gone with so because, many like, other things because they couldn't. They they could have just not done it and like yeah. made it a, a better looking. Yeah, they could have just done columns and pillars. Yeah, and other architectural stuff and, that um, I know. Arches. Flying flying buttresses. <laughs> yeah. If only they hired John John. Yeah, <laughs> architect. Yeah, there could have been so many things that don't trigger phobias. Yeah, yeah, uh, but other responses. There'll, there'll be huge cantilever swimming pool, though. <laughs> that sounds nice. Uh, That's my a couple, dream. Couple of other responses. Uh, one guy says, "You die a hero, or live long enough to be the villain." Ming is an arrogant supervillain, and this is just karma. <laughs> I want to. I want to say, judging by my experience, uh-huh. having to actually deal with the person himself. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was their original superhero then, though? Like, just like a super snobby, rich asshole that was like making cool stuff for a minute. That was like their superhero character in this scenario. <sighs> May, maybe it was. Oh boy. It was like, uh, oh, we, you know, we wanted we we wanted to make our own watch. I mean, like your your typical micro brand marketing bullshit, right? Yeah. Where 
We cut out the middleman. We wanted not 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 necessarily that. Um, like you know, we wanted to make our own watch. There wasn't anything on the market that you know resembled or, anything that we wanted to buy. Or or you um, can go more vintage. Yeah. You know, stuff like the pole router. You know, short lived, yeah. died early, and then it became a hero. Yeah. Whereas stuff like you know Genta's designs, despite it being amazing has now sort of become like, oh, Nautilus, Royal Oak, waiting list, uh, integrated bracelet sports watches. Mm. It's kind of become a bit of a villain where everyone just rolls their eyes and just goes, oh, right, another sports watch. I mean, I mean to be fair, like Ming, Ming has their own design language. Like when you see, mm. when you see the lugs, when you see the, the case and also like the, the Even crystal, the dial. The design. dial yeah, yeah, like you, you, it's, it's recognizable and I think that's, that's a testament to good design. Yeah, it's it's um, a very unique signature that's present on all their watches. Um, but it's I don't know. It's really the people behind the scenes, and um, I would say right at the top that are cunts. <laughs> <laughs> to, to put oh it God. to put it to put it lightly, <laughs> I think this is where you ask them to sponsor you. Yes, yeah, I was just going to say sponsor us, Ming. Thank you. Hey, Ming Tian, sponsor us. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, to keep you guys honest. Yeah, I, I, bought, I bought your watch. Yeah, you know, I've also spoken I've, to him I've, a couple of times. I've been complaining about it, you know, for the past year or so. But like, <laughs> Since you got it. Since I got it, then. yeah. yeah. Um, another response. I still, I, still, I still like it, you know. Yeah, it, sometimes, it sometimes, nice sometimes you've got to love things for the imperfections. Oh, like a semi-automated like you. manual gearbox? <laughs> or me, sure. <laughs> but yeah, moving on, another response says... It's sad for both brands to have to resort to desperate measures. Hope they can figure it out. Um, I'll just say that this response comes from someone that I didn't expect it to come from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. And uh, it, it's very nice. There was a bit of a change of pace and someone who actually is giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I'm not going to harp too much on that. And to be fair, for the people who are actually enthusiasts of the brand and people who actually really, really wanted to get their hands on it, mm-hmm. I do hope that they do manage to sort it out and that they, the, that the watches go into the hands of people who actually will appreciate it. Yes. So, yeah, that's, that's nice. Uh, we have a couple of responses that just says, I don't care. Yeah. Um, variations of uh, it is just so hard to care and i don't know what it is i could not care yeah. less uh, I, mean, to, I mean to be to be fair like and as as we already spoke about this before like mm-hmm. the only reason why i knew about this shit was because of our large dictionary yeah shout out Horodic, our good yeah. friend um uh, like if, if it wasn't for that i wouldn't even know that there was this complete debacle yeah exactly. um like no no major watch news mm-hmm. sites mm-hmm. reported anything of anything about this debacle um fiasco well, i think we got the fuck <laughs> any more synonyms no okay i'm out um like the only place <laughs> where we could get information was um watch you seek like on yeah. watch forums and stuff yeah. where people were actually discussing about this nonsense yeah. No, no breaking news from the actual watch journalists. Yeah, but only from us. Only, only from Casey and John, John. So yes. um, you know, and people sponsor us, like, subscribe, tell your hit, friends, hit the tell notif- your family, hit the notification bell, smash that like button. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
And yeah, I think one more, our last response is from a personal friend of yours who says, like it, probably wouldn't fork out that kind of dough for it. But that's because like he, he can't afford it. Like, poor <laughs> fucker. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. And if, if you even listen to it. Yeah, and apparently he missed the entire debacle. So mm, stupid piece of shit. <laughs> so moving, moving on from this debacle. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, friendly. And uh, die la, die la. <laughs> um, the the final, uh, I not final, but uh, in contrast to yeah. what happened with this whole situation, was the release from Corona. So. What Corona did, because I think this was their first anniversary watch, and and or and like also that. like to people who don't know about Corona, mm-hmm. um, even though we've talked that, about it, and, with there, and there should, and yeah, exactly, and you and should there, have listened, and, and there should be like very little of you who don't know about this brand. So it's a it's a project by Hajime Asaoka, uh-huh. um, who is you know a Japanese watchmaker and a very popular Japanese watchmaker. In case you couldn't tell. Um, like his his watches generally go for, you know, mid to high five figures. Yeah, like for the actual Hajime Asaoka. Yeah, so um, Krono was made to like the deliver, more mainstream. Yeah, to deliver version. like you know his his kind of designs to at more accessible to, price yeah, points to to mainstream market at mm-hmm. accessible price points. Yeah. Um, so like, I mean, so part of his philosophy. And they actually like wrote this in like an Instagram post. Mm-hmm. It's like, please do not buy Chrono because it is limited or rare or to flip for high profit, but because you have an appreciation of the mm-hmm. design mm-hmm. by the master independent watchmaker. Mm-hmm. And which is simultaneously nice and also yes. a little bit pretentious. I, I, look, I don't. I, I, I don't think it's pretend. I, I genuinely don't think. I it's mean, pretend. if anything, it might just be like a little bit naive. Like, mm. like as though like, yes. a scalper is going to read it and yeah. be like, yeah. "Oh well, like, oh oh no." Now that, oh, since you've now, now that you've mentioned <laughs> that, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna reconsider. Yeah. Since you put it that way, yeah, I'll put my financial profits aside. Yeah. In to honor your request. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what scalpers are famous for. Their honor. Fuck you, scalpers. <laughs> But yes, so what happened with so, the launch? So okay, well, with the first with the first anniversary watch, mm-hmm. which was like the the green dial Mori, which is um yes. forest in Japanese. Uh-huh. Um so they made they made fifty ex- fifty pieces, mm-hmm. but then after they sold out, they added um they added more watches to total two hundred and eighty-eight mm-hmm. pieces. Yep. Um, with the latest watch, which was a which much was, better move um, from the, the Toki, yeah, like a salmon doll, yeah. Um, so I believe you said that they just they they had a ten minute window, yep. Um, for for people to buy the watch, mm-hmm. and however many people bought the watch, they would honor that amount. Yeah. So. Like in stark contrast to the first come first serve rule, yeah, it was we are going to open orders for ten minutes. Yeah, if you can get your order in, yeah. we will honor it, regardless of how many people actually order. Yeah. which is, I think, a cool move. Yeah, you know, like you are kind of keeping it limited and exclusive in a way, but at yeah. the same time, you're not rewarding people who just smash the refresh button. 
until yeah. they get it or luck. It's just like we have 10 minutes. You can take your time, go in, fill in your order details. Yeah. And regardless of whether or not you're the first person to fill in all the details as quick as you can or not, you get your watch. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, Frenny, what do you think, like, in contrast to the fiasco that just we just discussed, what do you think of this sort of launch model? I mean, in theory, it works way better, right? Like, mm-hmm. it seems like a much better option to actually get the watches to the people that want the watches. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the only downside is if you want a numbered um, edition, like a limited number, like if you're going to say like, oh, we're only going to make like 500, you can't do it with the system. Yeah, but who cares? Mm. Like yeah. like you guys have talked about on the show before, typically brands that are making a, a numbered edition mm-hmm. have figured out how many they're probably going to sell. Yeah. And then they're going, okay, we're going to make 500 and it's one yeah. through 500. You could exactly. still do numbered with this method and just yeah. like announce the number after the fact. And, and then to- you give the resellers less viable market because the people who wanted the watch have it already have it yeah yeah yeah, i agree and also i think it's kind of cool like you know it's it's usually a round number like one out of 500 one out of 99 like like it's it's generally a pretty standard number i think it would be pretty cool if let's say corona got let's say 2655 orders and they actually put like for each one like based on when you put your order in like um, 1,865 out of 2,655. Like, just having a random number there, I think is actually kind of cooler than having just a a set number. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just feel like that's a better system in every way. So I, I, I am definitely happy that Kurono did this. I think it's very good for enthusiasts in general um like as we've discussed before i mean there's no doubt that there are still scalpers in there yeah but i mean that's just as long as the people who wanted it are happy i think that's all that you can ask for did you did either of you guys buy one no we wanted we wanted our our legal guardian our daddy daddy (laughs) to buy one um because he loves them yes but I don't well, think I, he I, did. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. What a loser. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't bought you guys anything. Except not. the show. He did buy the show. He, well, he didn't. No. He was just like Hey, you guys want to join? Yeah. And then we're like, okay. He's like, look at look at look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> yes. That that is pretty much exactly how the conversation went down. Yeah. So um this finally sort of brings us into our final uh, our actual topic for today yeah um which is basically how crazy prices are getting for all kinds of shit yeah and this was all triggered by um a watch that was worn by pablo picasso uh it recently went up for auction at bonhams and it basically is a watch from a brand called Mikal Z Burger, which I've never heard of. Yeah, um, does it probably doesn't exist anymore. I am sure it, it died out exist in like anymore. the quartz crisis, yeah. kind of thing. Exactly, and it, it basically is a customized watch in thirty-two millimeters 
that instead of the traditional markers or numbers from 12 to 11 or 1 to 12, um, it, it has Pablo Picasso spelled out on the DAO. Yeah. And when Bonhams released this watch for, uh, for sale, for auction, um, they estimated a range of 12,000 to 18,000 euros. And when it finally sold, it sold for over 200,000 euros. Basically, like 20 times their estimate. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that just sort of got me wondering because this is not the first time that we're seeing an auction of watches where the price of the watch was way above the estimate. Because mm-hmm. just off the top of my head, we've seen that with the, uh, what was it? Uh, the Paul Newman Daytona. Yeah. Which went way over the estimate. Yeah. Um, we've seen that with uh what was the I think it was that stainless steel Patek Philippe um from the sixties, I think. It was like mm-hmm. one out of seven or eight Calatravas or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Or was it the perpetual calendar? I c I can't remember. But basically it was a Patek that was traditionally in, in precious metals that was uh, one of very few that was in stainless steel and again mm-hmm. way overestimate and way over what the precious metal ones cost, which sort of just brought us up to this whole topic of why things are getting so fucking expensive right now. Like, why are prices going up in general? Not just for watches, but cars, sneakers, all kinds of shit. So, yeah, what do you guys think? I feel the thing, like, with with um, like the, art, like the arts world or watches or cars is that you have, like, a a handful of experts in inverted commas mm-hmm. that decide what is valuable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that in turn, like just drives up. I, I, I don't want to say enthusiast, uh-huh. enthusiast, um, you know, reaction towards these kind of pieces. Um, or but, collectors, but no, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's just like rich people trying to flex money. Mm-hmm. I no, think it's, it's probably it's... a little bit different. Yeah, I think that there's think? a like an influx of people that have these financial investors that are saying we need to diversify your profile. Mm-hmm. And right. there's like, hey, you have this much money, and so we're gonna go procure assets for you at mm-hmm. such and such. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. And now you have all these people that weren't traditionally buying watches at watch auctions now spending their money there yeah that, but that's but also it's true not, it's not necessarily just watches as well like i mean like what's what's the what's the new thing now nfts oh yeah like right. you have like you have these crazy pieces of nfts going for like ridiculous money so um for those of you don't one? know it's an nft stands for non-fungible token yes in case you haven't heard yeah yeah. Um, to put into simple terms, it's uh, it's basically irreplaceable. Like there's only one of such example of mm-hmm. of it. Yep. Um, and maybe it's the exclusivity that it represents that kind of drives up the price for it. You mean APS unique, like my control? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So. Um, I don't know, like you have, you have like this piece of uh, digital art that went for sixty nine million dollars. Nice. nice. 
Nice. <laughs> a, little, um, a little bit late there. Keep and up, like, friendly. And like, so you're so so like wh- whoever has forked out that much money for for that piece, mm-hmm. you're basically getting like nothing for it mm-hmm. because it's digital. Yep. Um, except for the fact that you can just flex like, hey, I bought this yeah. thing, yeah. right? And I think the same the same kind of goes for for these for these watches. So like, okay, so you have your Paul Newman Daytonas, for example, because obviously mm-hmm. that's that's probably like the prime example of like the, the stupidity in in watch auction markets. Uh-huh. Um, the only the only thing that kind of defines this watch is the fact that you know a a superstar war mm-hmm. one of these examples mm-hmm. yep and nothing else like there's nothing there's nothing special about it it was unwanted at its time only until mm-hmm. like you know paul newman wore it and he was photographed mm-hmm. wearing it then it even got popular then, and even, even then, then it wasn't that popular it's yeah. like the last 10 20 years when it got popular and wasn't the story like his wife went into a yeah. shop and it was like the one watch that was in the showcase. Yeah. yeah. Like because no one wanted to get it. It was so. like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, honey, I'm going to get you something that no one else wants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But maybe but, people just had bad taste back then because like objectively <laughs> that watch is pretty dope. Like if you just look at it, like it's a pretty dope watch. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. Like a lot of these watches, I think are kind of niche because like the whole Paul Newman thing as well, like with these sub dial markers yeah. and like the color scheme is a little bit weird. Yeah. But not weird in a bad way, but it's just kind of like on first glance, it's a little bit weird, yeah. which is something we discussed as well, like with the Tudor P01. Yeah. Which again, looks weird, but it could very well become a future classic. Yeah. Like I actually saw a... Uh, a person who bought the the P zero one and kind of modded it to look very rundown, uh-huh. vintage patina, patina. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think he he added more like brushing to the 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 case itself, right? Yeah, and changed the the bracelet to I think it was like a canvas strap, and right. it just worked. Mm-hmm. Like it looked. Fucking great. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean these these the watches that we denounce now. Yeah. Are the watches especially the watches that we denounce from high end luxury brands or or just luxury brands in general that end up not selling in large numbers mm-hmm. are the ones that become future classics. Mm-hmm. Um because obviously watches that we denounce like Waniel Dellington. Yeah, are not going to become future classics because no, they're current they're classics. Sponsors, Daniel Wellington, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that that's just how it works. It's it's the same way with cars because we were talking about this. Yeah, and you know how like in the eighties and the nineties, like a lot of the cars that you would put up on your wall. I mean, yes, there's going to be stuff like Ferrari, Lamborghini on there, but that stuff is sort of unattainable for a lot of people. Yeah. Right? So, like, the other stuff that you would pin up on your wall is stuff like Supras, um, R32s, yeah. E30 M3s, stuff like that. Yeah. And that was stuff that actually became attainable when those kids from the 80s and 90s actually grew up. Yeah. And they could actually buy it. 
which is probably why we are seeing those cars go for insane prices online as well. I'm like, sure that has nothing to do with like, you know, the Fast and Furious movies. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> also that. I mean, it's it's just sort of like kids achieving their dreams yeah. pretty much. You know, like right. like whoa, I admired this car so much when I was a kid and yeah. now I actually have money to put into a car. Growing up, I, I, I always wanted an R34. Nice. Yeah. Like, but but then again, like I wanted stock, which is impossible to find. Impossible. And that, and that would be worth so much money. So much money. <laughs> It would be so fucking expensive to get one. Yes. So what's your take on the, on the 50th anniversary version? Of the R34. <laughs> Unattainable. No yeah. Unobtainium. So don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me. Yeah. What what about you though, Friendly? Like like what what was the car that you admired as a kid and what did you want to get? Oh man, dude, when the Ford uh GT forty came out in two thousand mm. what was it, six, two thousand six? Yeah. Yeah. Oh They're my god, that thing was the coolest thing on the planet. And I remember my dad thing. took me to like the Ford showroom because they had it there and we like wanted to go look at it. Mm-hmm. And what I don't know what how it happened or how he was able to finagle it, but the my dad got the showroom guy to let me sit in it and Ooh. I was just like holding out of the steering wheel. And I was like this is the coolest <laughs> thing on the whole world. <laughs> um <laughs> and I, I don't know, I was like However old I was at the time, I remember it being the same height as me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's only, you know, 40 inches tall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what's, so what's cool, that? What's that, in, uh, what's that in metric? Normal yeah, measurements. Just normal measurements. Not Rest American. Of the world measurements. Not American measurements. And listen now as uh, friend Google's <laughs> 40 inches in centimeters. 100 centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2.5 centimeters to an inch. Yeah. Uh, I could have told you. Is that. it? Yeah, two point five centimeters. To an Surely inch, it's a bit more than that. Two point two pounds to a kilogram. One point six miles to a kilometer. <sighs> do you think you're better it's, than me? It's not. It's, 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 I do. I'm Asian. No, I'm no, math. It's, it's one. <laughs> isn't it one point eight miles? No, one point six. What? That's why it's sixty miles, hundred kilometers. No, it's, it's one point. It's like one point eight. No, it's zero one. to six. Do the math. I'm, I'm zero gonna, to wait, sixty wait, wait, wait. is no, no, zero no, no, to hundred. No, 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 no. Google it. But Miles. in the meat, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! It is one point. Wait, how the fuck did I get one point eight before? Because you're a dumbass. Six one. Because you're a dumbass. You're a fucking dumbass. That's why sixty kilometers is technically ninety eight kilo. Six. Uh, sorry, sixty miles per hour is technically ninety eight kilometers per hour. Which is why is this like to... what you talked about on your first date with D Nice? No, actually, no. Because this would have <laughs> definitely secured it. Secured oh yeah, the relationship. Yeah, that's, that's that's what gets him laid. Uh, this is pussy magnet. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so like yeah, cars. What, I mean, what about great. what about you, Casey? Like, what was when when you were growing up? Like, what was the car that you you kind of like fantasized about? Honestly, this is gonna sound a little bit weird, but when I was a small kid, it was the it's Ferrari. Oh. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was a three, three five five. God, I can't remember a number because mm. I again I forgot it because unobtainium. 
Yeah. Um, but the more attainable car that I remember I wanted was the E thirty nine BMW five series. Okay. Uh, with the one with the angel eyes, the halo eyes. Uh, mm. I don't know why, but just as a kid, when I saw that car, I was just like, "Holy shit! Those lights look so cool." Mm-hmm. And yeah, like for some reason, yeah, even for its time, and I was just like, "That that's so cool!" And why is the light on during the daytime? Oh my god, that's so cool! And, <laughs> which yeah. is which is a commonplace thing now. Yeah, like every car has day yeah. running lights now, and but yeah, that 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 was the car that pretty much got me into wanting a bmw because uh-huh. i if i remember right in that God, same so basic i know but in that same era the whole like the mercedes of that era was to me not a good look it was, was that the, sort of what was the mercedes of the era it was like the very <sighs> boxy was it still the, like the boxy headlamps kind of i thing? think it was just pokes uh just post boxy headlamps mm-hmm. where they were going full curvy right with uh, the double yeah, bug yeah, eye yeah. headlamps yeah yeah, okay. yeah that yeah, was the generation yeah the, 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 those fucking hideous yeah and i i i just so it was like you know when you see cars on the street as a kid you're yeah. just like the only cars you really recognize are like bmw's mercedes yeah um, of course, you're going to recognize supercars, but the common yeah. ones are BMWs and Mercedes. And at that time, BMW was just way better in terms of design, yeah. which has kind of flipped in recent times. Um, well, again, M3, M4, or 4 Series, yeah. 7 Series. Yeah, just bad. But yeah, so so I that was when I just went for BMW, pretty much. But to, to, me, to me, for cars, like... It doesn't get better than the mid two thousand, mid to late two thousands. Alfa Romeo. <laughs> not, 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 not even necessarily that. Like, um, like, like BMW was making great stuff at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like before all these electronics got in the way. <laughs> Though um, even then, or turbocharging for that matter as well. But even then, electronics were an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they yeah. would like start putting them in, and like they they hadn't quite figured it out yet. Yeah. Um. There's exactly. like really cool photos of I forget what the old Ferrari is, but like the they tried to put all these like panel thing like panel electronics in the dash. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. looks whack. Um. Yeah. I remember the whatever the last Viper, the Dodge Viper that they made uh-huh. that had no electronics in whatsoever. Yeah. Just like thinking like, analog. Yeah, I remember like as like a 13 year old child. Like yeah. thinking that was the cool, like the manliest, coolest thing on the planet. I, right? I still, I still Death have like my 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 diecast Dodge Viper model, and like when I, yeah, exactly, exactly what you said. Like when I was a kid, I was like, this is the coolest car in the entire universe. <laughs> right. I fucking love this thing. It's like holy shit, it's got a V ten, what eight eight liter V ten? Like this is fucking incredible. This is so good. Low key like now the, though, like driving that car would be so fucking scary. Oh yeah, <laughs> right? Just Holy death shit, machine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like I, I remember that the car that I have a diecast of is the Ferrari Enzo. Okay. Yeah, because that was wow. a car that I just like. Oh my god, this is such a beautiful car. Yeah. Uh, obviously unobtainium, but yeah. Holy shit! Like if I if I ever get to sit in one, I'll be happy. Yeah. Uh, sponsors Ferrari, thank you. <laughs> John, have you ever, John, could you uh, could you join one of those uh, 
those like car clubs. They have these like luxury car clubs in America. I don't know if they have them in Malaysia, but you can join one of these car clubs, assuming you have some crazy yeah. car. And then you just go and pick up whatever car you want from like the warehouse and you take it for a week or, or whatever. Join one of those oh. and uh, and then move to the States and then let me drive uh, for a GT40. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a long-term plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, John. John. I appreciate it. Sponsor me. Um, by, by, Thanks, car John, club, me too. by car clubs, I, I, I assumed you meant like, you know, like a watch, like a watch club kind of thing where you just, you know. Like no, no, no. This is like, and... like, it's like a subscription thing, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, you pay like ten grand a day or something. Yeah, but that I what, whatever it is, I made that number up. I have no idea what it costs. That's <laughs> fine. 80 percent of statistics are made up. So I'm, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure that exists here in Malaysia. It does. Um, but it's not a club. It's more like a mem- um rental thing. Yeah. So yeah, you you can right. rent supercars here, but it's not a club thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the but we that know do- that in Malaysia from the 39 and a half episode previously that all the cars in Malaysia only have like 50 horsepower. So you don't need a supercar. <laughs> it's actually 38.5. Yes. Come on, friend. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Because if you yeah. stay below 50 cc, you don't need a driver's license, right? <laughs> no, that's not true. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Like this, in the same way that we have insane taxes for alcohol, we have insane taxes on cars. So, yeah, a lot of cars are like 1.5 liter naturally aspirated engines producing like 90, 100 horsepower kind of thing. So that's that's sort of run of the mill for Malaysia. Mm. That's a standard car that you would, that a lot of, like I would say the vast majority of Malaysians drive most of the time. So, yeah. yeah. Which explains why, like, everyone takes so long to, you know, get moving from the lights. Uh-huh. And I hate that. So, I, fucking, yeah, I fucking hate it. Like, no. like, do you need an invitation to start moving? No. So, so like, what I was talking about with one of my friends on Instagram, uh, shout out one at J1. Um, so, we were just talking about our pet peeves of people in traffic. And yeah. one of my pet peeves is... Oh, you my, know when you're, my, my pet peeve is everyone in traffic. Like, yes, get the generally. fuck out. Yeah. But get the fuck my, out of my way. Like, I dri- <laughs> I'm driving a BMW. Can you look in your stupid rearview mirror and That's like, how acknowledge, are in acknowledge the fact that you should <laughs> get the fuck out of my way? Except it's, it's, I, have, I, have, I, have places, I have places to go. I have places oh. to go. I, right. I was just gonna say it's it's nice to know that BMW drivers everywhere are the same. No, no. <laughs> in uh, in Colorado, it's Subarus. It's just all Subs. Okay, just, cool. If you're behind a Subaru in Colorado and it's wintertime, yeah. they are drafting off the back of your car until you go. Four wheel drive, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Symmetrical all wheel drive. Who do we know that we have a Subaru as a cab? Um, Adam, uh-huh. Jake, yeah. Cam, Witt, yeah. Mark, yeah. Yeah, all of yeah, them. Shout are, out, shout out to the Subaru drivers. They're they're the Subaru bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, was, BMW drivers in the summertime are dickheads, and then in the yes. wintertime, it just flops, and it's uh, then, it's all yeah, they, here. They just spin out. I think I think here here is mainly like the Audi Audi drivers are dicks. Oh yeah, like like BMW drivers are terrible. I can uh-huh. I can say that because I am one myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But Audi drivers are like the biggest assholes in the entire universe. Oh yeah. Um. So there was there was this one time like I was um, I was in my friend's car. So she pulled <laughs> she pulled out and like in front of this Audi driver right. who like just started honking at us, and then 
he pulls into the next lane and uh-huh. then immediately like cuts her off. Cuts into our lane and just stops. Right, like brake checks you. Yeah. Right? No, okay. not even, not even brake check. Just like stops. Full stop. Full stop. Nice. Yeah, and then I was just like, this is this is not this is unnecessary. <laughs> um. I don't. I don't know if you've heard about this, but like sometime last week, there was this Audi driver on the highway mm-hmm. who um, was obviously speeding. He had a passenger as well, apparently filming um, right. the 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 whole thing. Uh-huh. And like, I don't know what happened, but basically, the top half of the car got like chopped off. Jesus. So this Did dude, go under this, a trailer like, or like something? This, I don't know. I, I think it was like a lorry. Like you know, you know, like the, the small Malaysian lorries. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um Yeah, like the, the the top half of the car got chopped off. He actually like got essentially decapitated. Nice. Um obviously not nice. Both, <laughs> You're both literally a doctor. Like him, you him, can't him and his him and his nice. passenger died. So <laughs> but yeah, Audi drivers. Fuck you. Um, Sponsor us Audi. Did you guys, did you guys cover the... <laughs> Sponsor us Volkswagen Group. Yeah. But yes. yeah, friendly. Did you guys cover the, the F1 crash where the dude went like through the barrier and he had his Richard oh. meal on? Did you guys cover that? We we did not, but go into it. Oh, really? Well, yeah, they, I, basically, they like put this new... They call it the Halo. So mm, yep. you don't get decapitated. Mm-hmm. The head gun, and, basically. Yeah, yeah. And the dude went through. There's like crazy animations of it, but the guy went yeah, yeah, through yeah. a crash barrier, like in yeah. between the pieces of metal, and it just sliced his whole car in half. Yeah, but he was this, fine. Well, more importantly, the Richard Meal was <laughs> apparently yeah. perfectly okay. Yeah, I I remember the incident. I yeah. I just don't think we covered it. Yeah, but that, I think that was one of the worst um, crashes in recent F1 history. Yeah. And it was definitely one that where everyone who was previously like, oh, fuck the Halo. The Halo is so ugly. Right, it's right. the worst design. It was a design. big flop. Yeah. And then everyone after that was like, oh, okay, may- maybe it's maybe it's good. Maybe right. it's good yeah. that we have something to prevent drivers from be- being decapitated. I'm actually not Ooh. familiar with the this Halo design thing. Oh um, man, I'll send oh. you some some snap. Well, we'll put it in the show notes that are that Marshall will put together. Yeah. yeah. It it basically literally is like in front of the F1 cockpit that was previously fully open. Yeah. You've got a bar coming around in front of your head. Uh-huh. And then one supporting strut from the front. Okay. Yeah. So, like the theory is that because you're using binocular vision, you can just look past the pillars and continue driving. Uh-huh. But it looks terrible in design. I mean, look, the, the no, it works is, for the drivers. But the thing but about, it's terrible the thing about in design. F1 is like the visibility is already fucking terrible for the it drivers. Is. And like yeah. this just this sounds like it makes it worse. But you know, if it makes it safer, then that's well, a it good does. Thing, it's, in theory, it doesn't make it worse because yeah, it's like, like when you hold your finger in front of your head, like you can yeah, look you can still look it. in front. Yeah. So like, right. it's the same thing. According to drivers, it's fine. Yeah. Right. When uh, Dale Earnhardt died, and they were like, nobody want, wanted to wear that. The thing that held your neck mm-hmm. in place. Yeah, yeah, the, the brace thing. Yeah, right, whatever that thing was called, and then he mm-hmm. died, and they were like, "Okay, we're all gonna wear it." Like, yep, yeah. same sort but of that's thing. That's the with thing. This halo. Yeah, it always like okay. The, the good thing about the halo is the halo happened first and prevented the death. Yeah. Whereas with the Dale Earnhardt thing, it was someone had to die. 
mm-hmm. in order for people to change. Their well, mind. a bunch of people did die prior yeah. to Halo. Yeah. That's but true. the the NASCAR thing, it came out and like 50% of the drivers were using it. Okay. And then there was like a bunch of people that died that the, the year prior to Earnhardt dying, I think there was like six drivers mm-hmm. that died from it. I made that Whoa, number. That, I, it was that, a, oh, okay. I was it was a say, decent amount of people. Die? <laughs> there was a few. There was just a. Do you do you ever watch like the donut donut, donut car? Yeah, donut yeah. media. They just had like a twenty five minute video on it and made me yeah. ball my eyes out, cry hysterically. Christ, I mean, I mean, it is America though. So like, we, you can't make us wear this. It's a freedom. This yeah, is America. freedom. Man. Yeah. yeah, right. Don't take logic, away our freedoms. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. If we want to die, we'll die, but we'll die free. It's the land of freedom. Shout out to all our American listeners. Which our is sponsor is Joe Biden. Most, yeah. Well, which is <laughs> it, it's basically just the, the the one person that's our guest today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to get Joe Biden yeah. and his his sweet date just on on June? No, because he was supposed to wear the Speedmaster, but he switched to a date just. So fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was Team Omega for a long time. Yeah, fucking asshole. Ooh, I'm a president now. I have to wear a Rolex. Fuck well, you. Duh, obviously, it's a symbol of success. No, fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we've gone on a look, huge tangent. Very huge tangent. Um, I, I, look, I, I think we should put a poll up uh-huh. um, to our our well, listener. Um, <laughs> At this point, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> whether, whether or not they enjoy this kind of concept. Because, okay, we're 40 episodes in. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of enjoyed the past few conversations, yeah, and 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 and, and it seems to be successful. People seem to way. like it as well. Yeah. yeah, people seem to enjoy that. You know, we kind of veer off into other topics other than watches. There's a mm-hmm. lot of um, watch-related podcasts that have come up within the past yeah. year or so. Obviously, um, for for good reason, because like, no, <laughs> like Lock what else? Down. What else are you gonna do during a pandemic when you can't go <laughs> yeah. anywhere? Um, well, back up. Can I put up a poll? Can we put up a sure. poll on on the episode? So, I I told this to Casey, and he took yeah. a stance that was really surprising to me. Uh-huh. Um, I really did not expect this from him. But <laughs> the point is, someone close to me purchased yeah. a luxury watch. Yeah. Let's put the value at ten grand. Okay, f- directly from the a major manufacturer brand. from yeah. the major brand. And they're yeah. not like some Joe Schmo brand, and he did not purchase it from a brick and mortar store. Right. Purchased yep. it directly from them. Yeah, his credit card didn't go through the first time because they were like, "Why are you buying this ten thousand dollar item?" Yeah. Uh-huh. So he called them, and they put it through over the phone. Yeah. Yep. The brand told him, "Hey, because you did this, you might get double charged. So if that happens, let us know. If like the previous charge goes through, and then this one mm-hmm. goes through, we'll mm-hmm. reverse one of them." Mm-hmm. They double charged him, so he calls. Yeah. They reversed not only the one charge but both charges, and now it's been like three weeks, and he just has the watch. And so, so the, yeah. the what, what would do you, you do, do in this situation? Do you? Call <laughs> I would celebrate. Do? I'd be like, "Yes, I got a watch for free." <laughs> so, so Casey immediately was like, "Well, he has to tell them. He has to tell them." <laughs> um, I assume like, yeah. John John would be on the other side of this. <laughs> that's okay, I, so, I think, that's um, why we that's why we have a podcast. We balance each other. 
um, <laughs> by being total like, opposite. Like he should. Tell like him. I'm, I'm, I'm the voice. I'm the voice of of reason. No. You, you're quite, the voice of privilege. I'm the voice of reason. You're the voice of privilege. But sorry, yeah, friendy, you were saying. Right, right. So he, he has this moral dilemma at this point of yeah. should I tell them? And I think it's there's a couple important notes. One, yep. he's not like say you bought it from Joe Schmo Jeweler and Co. Yep. Yes, 100 million percent. You should tell them. Like they're a small business. Yep. They yeah. bought that watch from the manufacturer, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when you buy it directly from the manufacturer and they can't keep track of their own yeah. ten grand, yeah, I, it's, it's it's kind of a fault. different predicament. It's it it's is their, their fault. fault. It's their fault. So like you should absolutely. But like, it is stealing ten thousand yes. dollars. I no, I I, I actually I, I completely disagree with this. I, I I feel that it's their fuck up, and it's your watch now. I don't think it, this is definitely not stealing. Like you've actually given them money and they fucked up. No, you've given and them double is, money. Look, look, this is, this is, yeah, exactly. You've given them double money and then they have fucked up. This is now the second well. fuck up because they um, double charged you. Um, so, no, so here's and, the and, thing. And like, look, this, this to me is the same thing as like some restaurant giving you a different bill. Right. Like another table's bill that is like, I, I would that, still call that out. I, I always, I always call that. Out. I would, like, I, 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 all, I, I call it out if it's more expensive. But would you tip? Would you tip the you waiter think, off of your original amount, or would you tip them the off the we new don't, amount? We, we don't. Not, we don't tip. This is not America. Oh, because you guys yeah, pay yeah. them living wages. I'm assuming. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, well, not, well, not necessarily. Almost. But there's, but but there is like a service charge. There's always yeah. a service gotcha, charge. Gotcha. So we don't have to tip. Yep. Yeah. Here, here is like ten percent, I think. Right. So I, I think it's six percent. No lot. That's no. That's that's like SST. Oh, okay, maybe. I, um, I, I don't know. I just um, paid a bill. Serv- service charge is like ten percent. Okay. So we're like paying already sixteen percent on top of our meal. Mm-hmm. Which but, I, I mean, think is like the same as tipping, okay. Right? So anyway. so here here's my point on this thing. You paid <gasps> double. You said the brand. Oh no! Oh no! Well, we can always censor that out, but <laughs> well, now we have to censor it twice. Wow, we have to censor it out three nice, times now. D nice is not real, and he's just been he's just been talking about a <laughs> yeah, it's like my, this whole time. <laughs> it's like my friend Friendy. <laughs> but yeah, so um, with the whole situation, right? Yeah, you've paid double. Yeah, and that was the bank's fuck up. No, Pretty why much. did the banks fuck up? Because the bank let the the bank cancelled one and then let the second one true and then let the first one true as well. Right? The bank doesn't just pay people. You have to the bank has to be asked. Okay, fine. So like okay, so fine, like fucked up and I have to censor it out again now. So the watch company <laughs> fucked up. And they they end up repaying you. Yes. What you are owed, but yeah. they they fuck up and end up repaying you double. Yeah. So, isn't it on you for the fact that they honored their agreement in charging you only the right amount? That you should also pay them the right amount. And bear in mind, this is a luxury good. 
you bought it because you have the money. This is not an essential. You are not depending on this for your livelihood. This is not a whole scenario of like a starving man stealing a loaf of bread. Whoa, whoa. So, so if you... Okay, okay. Now, I didn't know where you were going with that. But yeah. Like, now that you say starving man stealing a loaf of bread, but it, I under... Okay, continue. Yeah. So you're stealing a luxury watch, pretty much. Because right. it's stealing because you're not paying for it. That's stealing. No, I, I agree. I, th- I think that you're spot on. I think you do have to pay the guy, yeah. pay the, the company back. Yeah. Um, it's just like you shouldn't be basing your whole business model on your consumers having the moral aptitude to to pay you. Like, yep. it's just – Yeah, because they're people like me. You can't like expect people – Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, not for nothing, but like it is a luxury good mm-hmm. and potentially the people that are buying it, maybe they don't give a shit about 10 grand, just like this company doesn't give a shit about 10 grand, apparently. Well, and, and like, why would they give a shit about 10 grand anyway? They have, they have yeah, like, I, I mean, mean I did that's... make a joke saying that clearly they, they literally have to give this watch away. <laughs> <laughs> no, so here's the thing. What? I mean, it's being honest for just the sake of being honest. Yeah. It's it's not like, I mean, you can say like, oh, I, I would hope that I would tell them this and then they would reward me, maybe give me a free yeah. strap or a discount or something. But I mean, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to do it because it's the right thing to do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we're having this discussion now because I think this is, this would make for a very good questionnaire on um, the mm. watchdoc in, yeah. in, on Instagram. And then Let, right. let's ask people what they think. Yeah. I, I what do would think they if do? this happens to you, like this is a great moral, um, like a thought experiment. If you want to buy yeah. a watch. Okay. Yeah. So say you buy the watch and this scenario happens to you. If you feel yeah. as though you don't want to pay for it, then yeah. you probably didn't actually want to buy the watch to begin with. And yeah. you shouldn't buy the watch. Like if you're not willing to pay for the watch twice, like yeah. pay for it, get your money back and then pay for it again after you already have the watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's a, it's definitely a good test to see if it was a good decision to purchase it or not. Yeah. But John, you're the contrarian. I'm the, so... I'm, I'm the, yeah, I'm a huge contrarian. Yeah. So, so, so tell us your point of view. My point of view is that if you fucked up, that's your fault. I'm just going to benefit off your problem. Right. But you but also get a sprained ankle while you sleep. And I'm sure it has nothing to do with you being an asshole throughout your whole life. Yeah. That's not karma. But okay, put, <laughs> put it this way. If, if, if you fucked up, wouldn't yeah. you want someone to correct that fuck up? Even if it was your fault? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you know, it's my fault. Yeah. Yeah. So it should work. Do unto no, others doesn't. as you would want others to do unto you nah. in the yeah, world. You, so you, there's a difference between wanting someone to fix your mistake and not expecting someone to fix your mistake. Yeah. yeah. Like you can just being want it, but you cannot expect them yeah. Correct. to fix it. Yeah. But wouldn't you be happy if someone fixed your mistake? Actually, to, no, look, to be fair, I put a lot of blame on myself. Like if I, if I do fuck up, I, 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 I take it very personally. That's because you're a piece of shit and fuck up all the time. Mm. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'd imagine that whoever made this made this fuck up is not like we like to picture these big companies as large entities, entities that yeah, faceless. Yeah. But reality it was probably some some schmuck making yeah. minimum wage that pressed the wrong button and probably just lost this company more money than he makes in six months. Yeah. And you know, it's it he potentially would lose his job because of it. Yeah. And if it eventually gets traced back Right. Like he's the one who's going to take the fall for it. Right. It's not the company at the end of the day isn't going to care, but like that dude who makes whatever he makes working for them that made this mistake, mm-hmm. it would deeply affect his livelihood. Yeah. It, it would be like, oh, okay. Oh, you're the guy that fucked up. Okay. Well, right. you're laid off. Yeah. Right. They probably you're, wouldn't even come after the dude who got the watch for free. They yeah, probably wouldn't even come after like, him for the extra money. They would just fire yeah. the dude that messed up. Yeah. It would just be like, oh, it's, it's too late. Like we're not going to go mm-hmm. after this guy anymore. It's your but fault. We will, but we will fire you. <laughs> yeah. This brings me back to the time where like, I had a huge argument with my friend about... So like, like when I said, you know, about you know, getting the wrong bill for the table kind of thing. Uh-huh. You know, we, got a, we got a wrong bill for the table. Um, it was a lot cheaper than it was supposed to be. And I was like, just pay it. <laughs> and my friend's like, no, we got we to gotta tell the... We got to tell them that they fucked up. Yeah. And I was like, no, they fucked up already. Just pay it and then let's let's go. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, so, so the, there was there was a big there was a big argument between me and her about it. And um I'll I'll, I'll release two questionnaires. The first one is what would you do? And the second one is how big do you is? think John is a piece of shit? <laughs> with with a, like the sliding scale thing. Yeah. yeah. How how much like of how- an asshole do you think John is? <laughs> But yeah, um, going going back to what you were saying, John. Um, this this is basically a slightly different kind of episode um, yes. that we're looking to do in the future. Yeah. Um, it it is watch related, yeah. but we hope to talk about stuff other than watches, just to keep a little bit of variety. Yeah, and like it's 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 more of a lifestyle kind of podcast. Yeah, we're way. a lifestyle brand now. Yeah. And I mean, also just well, to keep because like we, we can't keep clamoring towards watch brands to sponsor us. Like we want we want Nike, yeah, we want Adidas, widen the net. you know, Puma. Specifically, that yeah. one dude's mom sponsor us. Shout oh out. yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to yeah. whoever you are. To, I think she actually got fired for that. Now that I think. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure she, she's she did still get fired. so sad. Um, I'm sure she's still well off enough to sponsor us. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Milf. The 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 bar is so low to sponsor us. <laughs> like literally, like if you <laughs> if you're like, oh man, I would like to sponsor us, but I don't have enough money. I promise you. Like you yo, man, enough. I'm 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 begging for, I'm begging for food on the streets, but I'm gonna sponsor these guys. Deal. Just because I believe in them. Yeah. Deal. It's like what, That's a deal. whatever food scraps that get thrown at me. Or you know whatever coins and shit like that's just going NFTs. To go to Give me NFTs for free. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, but yeah. So so this is our maybe, new... look. Hey, maybe maybe we should turn our podcast into an, an NFT. Like each episode is an NFT. Each episode is oh, an, an NFT that, that is purchasable. Yeah. Well, dude, this this you know what this reminds me of the Wu Tang album. Oh. Wu-Tang made a one-off album that was only yeah. printed in one copy that was sold to one guy. So, in, but, right. but, but now, like, instead of the Wu-Tang clan, with the Ng Thong clan. The Ng Thong clan. Ng Thong clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> cash and rules. On... Cash rules everything around me. 
And on that note, I think it's probably time to end the podcast. There's going to be three questionnaires, so make sure you respond. Firstly, what would you do in the watch situation? Yeah. Secondly, how much of an asshole you think John is? And thirdly, whether or not you enjoy this new format where we talk about slightly different but, but things. Also, but also number four, like how much would you pay for an NFT of... Uh... Of an episode of, of our Casey podcast, John yeah, John. That, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Would yeah, you purchase right. an NFT of our podcast? No, of course they would. It's just how much they would pay for it. But yeah, <laughs> but thanks, friendly, for joining the podcast. We're so happy to have you on. Yeah, uh, like we've uh, actually wanted like, to have this, you. despite the fact that you are not Asian. Yes, right. And I, I've been waiting. Is, I'm going to use my pla- my soapbox right now to call you guys out because you just <laughs> exclusively have Asians on your podcast. <laughs> It's unbelievable. <laughs> but yeah, we're, this, despite the complaints, we're so glad to have you on. And we hope you'll join us again. Cause well, I, you, I, I didn't I send think... those complaints to you. I sent them to Marshall. Well done. You send, you send them to me as well. And in fact, <laughs> you didn't send them to me. You called me. You called <laughs> to me address to complain. those complaints. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, yo, I'm not, I'm not fucking Marshall, right? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> So on that note, uh, we're going to say bye. And just to make sure all of you are aware, if you have complaints, the place to direct it to is at M-A-R-S-H underscore K-A-I. Yes. That is where you direct your complaints. Definitely, not to me, definitely not the Chrono Trooper. Not to the Watchdog. Yeah. And or... well, I guess if you want to direct it friendly. I guess you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I, can I direct your... I actually don't give a shit. Your complaints your, your to compl- me at Frenny McGee, but I I won't answer you. I'll probably <laughs> I might call you directly and then add you into a group call with Marshall and then hang up. <laughs> and on that note, it's time to say bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Casey and John John Show. The Casey and John John Show may cause abdominal discomfort, flatulence, reduced sex drive, and alcohol dependence. The Casey and John John Show is approved by one out of ten doctors. Casey and John John do not take any responsibility for any side effects experienced from listening to their podcast.